And I think that we've both done a great job with one another around just caring for each other when life outside of school is hard. Um, We just both have a lot of space for one another to do what we need to do, which feels, you know, I I have to say it feels distinctly female (laughs) um, to do that. You know, like, what do you need? How can I support you? If you really knew me, 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 you would know. Hey, who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you. It's Monday! Hello and welcome to If You Knew Me Mondays, a student-powered, Park Day-inspired podcast that builds belonging by sharing stories and perspectives from the margins of our school and community. Say what? I'm Heta, and I'm in fourth grade, and if you really knew me, you would know that my middle name is Eleanor, after Eleanor Roosevelt. And if you don't know who Eleanor Roosevelt is, then you should go look her up. She was an amazing first lady and inspired generations of girls and some boys, too. And I'm Junie, and I'm also in fourth grade and one of your hosts today. And if you really knew me, you'd know that me and my mom have a special chicken connection. Sometimes we take care of the Park Day chickens together, she calls me her chicken, and she even bought me a chicken dress. Did you hear that this week we're celebrating Women's History Month by highlighting the incredible women who are the backbone of our community? Every day this week, we're shedding light on the powerful partnerships that help make Park Day the one-of-a-kind school community it is. These partners are sometimes grade-level teaching teams, sometimes they're administrators, and sometimes they're surprising pairings that you've never knew about. On today's episode, we'll be featuring two separate interviews, one joyful team in their first year working together, and the other are two designers and doers who have been inspiring each other to build community at Park Day for years. As you listen to this episode, we want to encourage you to think about how the important qualities of their partnerships might show up in your own relationships, whether it's your bestie or a project partner you're working with for the first time. How can their experience and perspective help you deepen the working relationships you have in your own life? Well, I say we get started. Up first, here's Denise and Julia. My name is Denise, and um, I am a third grade teacher here in my ninth year back at Park Day, but I used to teach first grade a number of years ago. I'm Julia, and I'm an assistant in third grade. I work between Denise and Devin's classes, and this is my second year at Park Day. Julia and I have been working together since the beginning of the school year officially, but we knew each other last year when she was the teacher's assistant in second grade. What is your favorite thing about working together? (laughs) My favorite thing about working with Denise is how much she makes me laugh. Sometimes um, too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. My favorite thing about working with you, Julia, is uh, also laughing together spontaneously. But more than that, it's just the collaboration that we have and the way in which we're flexibly thinking and enjoying the moment together as we teach Almost all the time. Almost all the time, I would say. (laughs) Definitely all the time. Um, Thank you for saying that, Denise. I love that it's Denise and I work and collaborate together so naturally. It's a lot of fun, and we're constantly coming up with new, crazy, silly ideas to spice things up in the classroom, to make each other laugh, make the kids laugh. 
think we both prioritize fun. It's not just Julia and I. We have to kind of say that Devin is a part yeah. of our um, <laughs> joy. Um, and what happens is, for example, um, we went on a field trip to Coyote Hills together, and things did not go as planned right from the get-go on our way there. Um, we, we thought the trip was going to take... I think like 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And then there was not one, not two, but three car accidents, on one our- fire, <laughs> one fully engulfed in flames. Yeah. And, uh, instead of getting all stressed and freaked out by this, we just managed to make jokes and laugh and be silly about mm-hmm. it. And that released that tension that would normally maybe come out as stress and into connection. And, uh, and then when we got there, there had been like <laughs> torrential rain a few days or weeks before that. And they kind of warned us that there would be some crazy puddles to drive through but what we didn't realize is that we would be driving through a lake like actual lake what (laughs) used to be a dry basin appeared to be a full reservoir of water and we drove through it it was a lot of fun yeah it was unexpected and then what we thought was going to be a normal hike was sledging through mud (laughs) puddles and fully like eroded paths but it was great but then when we got to the top um We did a mindful moment and looked out at the vista. And what was really great, too, is that we can also be serious. So helping to guide the kids together around acknowledging the land of the Ohlone people and thinking back on this land before colonization and all of the houses that weren't there and the shell mounds that were there. Um, It was a it's a beautiful connection to say we believe in this together and we're here to share these ideas with the kids and breathe together on the top of this hill on this beautiful day. What was your first impression of each other? My first impression of Denise was that she was so warm. My first thought when I met Denise was, wow, she has the same name as my mom. And it turns out she actually has the same first and middle name as my mom, Denise Marie. (laughs) And just that she was so warm and inviting and I wanted to be her friend. <laughs> my, I don't exactly remember the first time I saw Julia, but um, I kind of remember my first initial uh, just moments of seeing her around and seeing her interact with the kids and thinking, wow, she's really got something strong and special. And then when we found out that she was going to be our assistant teacher, we were really excited. What have you learned from each other? I learn a lot from Julia around just ways to take a lesson that we're already teaching and turn it into help the kids with options around digital potential or graphic organizers or ways to make the kids structure the lesson differently so that they can have more structure. I think Julia is really good at thinking on her feet and finding new ways to assess and address an assignment. And um, even though I'm technically supposed to be her mentor, I actually feel like I learn from her all the time. I've learned so much from Denise. I learned something new from her probably every day. But what comes to mind is you have this beautiful way of 
matching the kids' energy and their needs in the moment. And I think that's just like a testament to your skill and expertise as a teacher. But really, no matter what our plan is or your plan is for the day, you're so flexible and able to adapt in the moment depending on what the kids' needs are or how their mood has shifted throughout the day. And something you've taught me in like a real teacher skill is using a tone that matches what you want the kids' energy to be. So if you're wanting them to be calm and sort of have a mindful moment or take their energy down a little bit, you speak in this way that just like naturally calms them down. And I'm always striving to match that because mm. it's it's hard. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> How has your partnership grown over time? I think our partnership has grown in that we've just become really comfortable with one another and really like deeply learned one another's work styles and preferences and just personalities. And we've been able to sort of build off one of one another and like almost play off one another's strengths in a really cool way that just feels, I think I said this already, but just feels really natural. Yeah. And I would also add um, when there's been times where one or, or the other of us has had <clears throat> more of a challenging situation outside of school where like when you were having to write your Cal TPA, this big uh, teacher report thing that she had to write. And it was so stressful because you had to work on that thing. It was like writing a dissertation practically. <laughs> and um, I remember just feeling like, how can I support Julia? And wanting you, knowing that you wanted both to learn in your job but also might need more breaks or more support and care and I think that we've both done a great job with one another around just caring for each other when life outside of school is hard um, we just both have a lot of space for one another to to do what we need to do which feels you know I, I have to say it feels distinctly female <laughs> um, to do that you know like what do you need how can I support you? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I feel like Denise and I just always have one another's back. Whether it's, can you please cover my recess duty? I need to eat a snack or I'm going through this really tough time in my life and I feel like I can tell her just about anything that's happening in and outside of school and knowing that she'll be there for me if I need her. Any advice for people working together? If I had to offer any advice for other partnerships in like a school setting, especially thinking about my relationship with Denise, it's just to remember that, you know, life doesn't start and end here at work mm -hmm. and people always have a whole other experience outside of their jobs. And just to keep that in mind, everybody's showing up to do their best at work. And sometimes, oftentimes they have a lot more going on outside of work. Yeah, I would add... Um... Asking each other questions around, you know, what can I do to help you feel more supported? Or what do you need right now? I think sometimes I've tried to do better about asking you, you know, would you like to teach more or do you need a break? One of the things I notice about not just you, Julia, but I feel like our relationship and the way that we interact is that it feels like an interaction of generosity. It starts with little things such as um, when I think it started with you were eating a snack outside one day and offered me some. 
right? And that made me feel included in that moment, that little way. And so then the next time I had a snack, I offered you some. And so now we offer each other snacks all the time. Every time we have a snack, we offer them to one another. Each and every time. Also, (laughs) fun fact about Denise and I, we equally love macadamia nuts. (laughs) Really love macadamia nuts, but only the salted kind. Only salted and roasted. Yeah, they have to be fresh too. Quality. Not, Not the stale macadamia nuts. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of generosity and, um, and so what that does for me is when I feel a generous offering from you, it makes me want to be generous back. And so there's, you know, it can work the other way in some relationships. Like you've probably had that experience where someone is being stingy. And so you kind of respond by being stingy back And I really value and appreciate that generous flow between us. What is the hope you have for each other? I really hope you find the perfect school situation for you with the right grade level. And I hope it's here. But if it's not, I really wish for you. I think you're an exceptional teacher and colleague and friend. And so I want you to work at a place that sees that and and lifts you and values you and sees you. And I really wish that for you, that you, you thrive as a teacher. Thank you, Denise. I wish for you, Denise, that you continue to thrive and do your thing and like bring magic into the classroom. And I hope that you start to get back just as much as you give mm. to other people. <laughs> You give so much of your heart and your time and energy, and I want that to, like, come back to you tenfold. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Wow, that was really cool. Thank you, Denise and Julia. Even though this is their first year working together, they really have developed a close relationship. I know, right? And how cool is it that Julia's mom and Denise have the same first and middle name? When we were in third grade last year, I don't remember being that muddy on our trip to Coyote Hills. Even with all that mud and all those car accidents, they still managed to make it fun. One thing that stood out to me was how generosity is such an important part of their connection. Like when Denise mentioned that sharing snacks with each other set the stage for more sharing over time. Speaking of generosity, our next two guests are always super busy, so we were lucky to get them to sit for a few moments to share about how they collaborate to design and build meaningful engagement in our community. Have you guessed who we're talking about? Up next, it's Jennifer Cooper and Ilya Pratt. My name is Jennifer Cooper, and I am the director of facilities here at Park Day School. I've also in the past been a gardening teacher here. And if you really knew me, you would know that I am an architect by training, and I've done a lot of different house renovation projects throughout Oakland. And I'm Ilya Pratt. I am the keeper of the Innovation Workshop, otherwise known as the Design Making Gauge Program Director here at Park. And if you really knew me, you'd know that I was raised by an architect, several architects in my family. And that's important to this conversation. How long have you been working together? So I think I first met Ilya when she was still a learning specialist, and my son was here at Park Day, and he might have been in, like, first or second grade. 
and we were talking to Ilya um, in her role as an, a learning specialist, actually. But somehow, soon thereafter, I learned that she also liked to design and build things. And so we started talking about creating some type of a workshop. Yeah, that was back when the whole maker movement started, and we were both really interested. And of course, there was a committee. So we had lots of conversation about how could we actually make a workshop happen at Park Day School. So we worked together for quite a while to figure out what that structure might look like, where it could be located, um, what are the things that needed to be there to make it really kid-friendly and a place where people could design and build things. And Ilya had a lot of understanding about the way the kids might work in this space. Yeah, and we actually held some uh, meetings with the teaching staff as well to get their input on their dreams or vision around what this space might be. It was pretty cool going through the whole process of making this happen. We had some workshops with kids too, some that like came and they actually built little models of what they thought a workshop maybe should look like. And then we had a lot of parents that actually got involved when we went to go build the workshop. Mm-hmm. What inspires you the most about working together? What inspires me about Jennifer <laughs> is that she's game to go big. We have taken on some really complicated projects um, to pull off with kids and um, an amazing uh, projects, if I can say, um, with some serious building involved. Uh, so I love that she's always been game to just figure it out with me. How are we going to do this? And, and by the way, I know she's not happy unless she's got something going with kids on top of her <laughs> regular job. I think that um, Ilya is an amazing thought partner as well as building partner. She brings these different ways of looking at, at design problems. Um, and I think sometimes when I get a little too pie in the sky, a little too lofty, she kind of brings me down to earth and helps me think about the, the, the details in which how things, how things actually come together. It's a really good partner in, in, in thinking those things through as well as how to work with kids and how, how things will actually unfold when we're actually working with other people to make these things happen. I think most of the projects we've done together most successfully, and we were just recounting some of the ones we've done, everything from the little mobile kitchen that's over by the yurt to the things over the outdoor kitchen by the chicken coop to the, the hangout structure that the middle schoolers you know helped build over there next to the Magnolia building and a number of Gaga pits. I mean, they all include that kid factor um, as well as, you know, coming up with something, you know, that's often the, the kids have been involved in the design of and things that are really useful and important here on campus. I really appreciate how Jennifer, um, she brings her that professional background as an architect uh, into this work. For example, when we're working with the kids around in the design phase of these projects, she will really make sure to take them through the math involved um, on whatever it is and um, can do that quite eloquently with kids, can break it down in a way that they can, can really get it. Um, I think that's rare um, to have that um, perspective in the room for these kinds of projects. And um, 
I love that we have that um, as part of this. The other thing that Jennifer always brings to the mix is uh, the ability to bring a group of people um, to make something happen. Uh, we have done projects that involve parents. And if there's one person in this school I know who can gather a group of parents to get something done, it is Jennifer. Um, and that's been critical. Um, because, for example, Innovation Workshop was done with a huge amount of parent participation. That, that roof is all built with uh, parents putting in a whole lot of bolts, as well <laughs> as us, of course. What have you learned from each other? I think that um, Ilya's way with kids and making sure that there's always a, an eye towards safety. Um, sometimes when we go big or when we use a lot of these power tools, it's about wanting to give kids agency and a feeling like that they can really participate and they can use real tools. These aren't pretend tools, but they need to do them really safely. And Ilya's always great at the way she works with them and making them like building their confidence and then making sure that when they're actually using things like saws or drills or, or what have you, that they're doing it in a safe way. And I always, I can feel them safe um, involving the kids and doing the project. We're using some big old power stalls out there. <laughs> I guess I was going to say something about the trust, what you and I were talking about earlier, which was um, about how the projects that we're doing, because they're there real and it's happening and, you know, like out in a place, it's you can't control all the variables as much. And so it is really important that we have a trust in each other and that we're able to make decisions on the fly because it's not all kind of figured out ahead of time. And there's a lot of, you know, working and figuring things out and, you know, iterating and revising right there on the spot. And I think that speaks to the way you and I can kind of, um, we complement one another and how we can kind of work together and trust one another. Definitely. Yeah. There, there's definitely been some times when um, we've had to go, okay, wait a minute, where are we in this and how is this, how are we going to see our way through it and bring the kids with it? Uh, but we've done it, so. Can you tell us how your partnership has grown over the years? I think that, you know, it's just we've worked together for 10 years. And so when you've worked together with somebody for that long, and you've kind of been there for the, you know, each other. I mean, Ilya was there for me when I was going through my major health crisis. And so I felt like support for her, you know, from her for me um, at that time. And that I think, you know, just further made us more connected in our friendship. And that then comes back and feeds, I think, our working relationship as well. Yeah, I know uh, Jennifer's got my back um, on these big projects that she will definitely, I don't know, uh, deal with some of the, the practical matters that I can't get to um, because I'm working with kids. I have to say, in my mind, I keep going back to uh, building the nerdy derby track with you. For some reason, that makes me just want to laugh because there was something about that whole thing where I think it was the first time I was like, do I really want to be doing this? What is it that Jennifer's getting me into? And, uh, I do remember that. You, you wanted to do it. I was like, well, okay, I'll go. I don't, you know, I don't know that much about the Nerdy Derby. Say what? Oh, for those of you who haven't had the sheer joy of uh, participating in the Nerdy Derby, for us, our school, it's a track that we set up uh, running down the big green triple slide. And, uh, and then there's little um, pieces of wood that the kids can uh, uh, attach the wheels to and, um, and decorate any wacky way possible. Um, 
provide lots of different types of materials uh, to decorate them with. And uh, so the kids race the cars down it with great fanfare. But yeah, you were like, you know, figured out how to get the track pieces cut and and figured out how are you going to get the kids together. And I'm like, okay, I'll join in this. And um, and then, of course, it's not just building the track, which was a really wonderful thing to do with the kids. It's putting on a whole event as part of the Maker Fair. And, um, yeah, that was it's, it is a big deal to pull off the Nerdy Derby. <laughs> yeah, we know how to do it. Um, and it's, uh, it always makes me laugh because it's always just kind of this ridiculous amount that we, of effort that we have to put into making it happen, but it's worth it for the kids. It is, you know, and I think there was some skepticism as to whether this was even going to be worth, like, investing the time in making this track and everything. And then, you know, the Maker Fair, Mini Maker Fair happened here on campus, and there were, like, hundreds and hundreds of kids that all wanted to come and make their car and so forth. Um, and it's become one of the most popular, you know, the most popular things here at the fair. But I think that in that very beginning, you know, you didn't know me as well. And you didn't, I think there was a little skepticism of like, oh, is, you know, who is this Jennifer? And is she going to really pull this thing off? Um, and, you know, and I wanted to make that happen. And, and we did. Yep. But, but also because of your involvement. Yeah, now I have the legacy of, or the, not the legacy, I have the responsibility of carrying it on. <laughs> anyway, it was a good project. What advice do you have for other people working together? Sometimes just stepping away from, you know, the place where you work day in and day out can give you space to develop that sort of collaboration. Um, I think that can help a lot. I think as far as, you know, sometimes it's about finding the right collaborator and some of that is about what you're trying to do or what you're interested in doing and finding the person that might have, you know, similar interests but potentially like a slightly different complementary um, bit of expertise or, or comes at, you know, again, like problems maybe from a slightly different way. I think that just really... I feel like the things that we've done are so much richer and so much more successful because of the two of us working together and coming at, you know, these these projects from different perspectives and with different sets of skills. I mean, I'm more of the designer, builder, creator person. You're the person that loves to make things and make them with kids and knows about the way kids' brains work in a way that, that I don't always, other than mainly as a parent. Um, and so I think, you know, it's a, richer, it's a richer place, you know, to explore because of that, um, you know, that, those different skills that we bring. Yep, that about sums it up. And, yes, we do annoy each other at times. <laughs> <laughs> That's just part of any good collaboration. Yeah. What's the hope you have for each other or future collaboration you're excited about? I, well, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go slightly off topic. I remember when Ilya was, you know, the learning specialist and when we were talking about this innovation workshop and about like the way that, you know, you could work with kids in a different way than we were able to. Um, I mean, our first project we built down in the basement hallway of the Magnolia building. <laughs> we were trying to do this construction, and it was crazy, you know. We're like, gosh, wouldn't it be really helpful if we had a workshop to do this in? And, I mean, even that, I think we did that while we were still designing the workshop. 
I just remember having those that dialogue with you on a regular, you know, regular way about whether you should make the leap into this new position here. And so I think as we look to what, you know, where we're going next, um, it's it's about kind of knowing each other and knowing our past somewhat and then trying to think about, you know, hear from each other really and ferret out, like, what is it that you're really looking for in your next challenge? Mm-hmm. We know what we're going to build next. We've been dancing around, uh, uh, returning to the project that we were The book swap we're talking about? Yes. Yeah. That we was were. like a, our pre-COVID project that we're yeah. going to try to bring we back s- to life. Yes, it was rudely interrupted by COVID, and it's time to return to that uh, and get it done. So uh, there you go. There's a small one. It's got a little bit of structural uh, uh, design work that's got to be worked out to make sure it's safe, of course, um, here on campus and can withstand the next atmospheric river. I think that um, I was talking to Jules about like, you know, now that we've got more gardening and cooking and things like that happening in middle school, about the possibility of expanding our outdoor kitchen and making it like even more of a real outdoor kitchen. So that's something that is on my mind as another project. I feel like each year we should have at least one kid-built project on our campus. Last year we had the boardwalk, and so this year I think it will be that book swap. But I'm always looking ahead to what other new projects um, we can have and ways we can get kids involved. What are the opportunities for authentic community builds? Hmm. Or building for other, other organizations, we've also done that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you for sharing, Jennifer and Elia. What a dynamic duo, don't you think? Totally. I learned so much. I had no idea that Elia used to be a learning specialist and that Jennifer is an architect by training. I really like how they work together and lean into their different professional experiences and skills to make the most of their collaborations. They really seem like they balance each other out. Definitely. And what they said about trusting each other seems really important. Right. If you're working together with a power saw, you really have to trust your partner. I don't know about you, but the Nerdy Derby was a lot of fun. I hope Park Day brings that back so we can do it again. Me too. Well, folks, that just about does it for today's episode. But don't worry, there's plenty more. Remember, we're releasing a new episode every day this week in honor of Women's History Month. So keep coming back to learn more about your Park Day community. Before we go, we'd like to encourage you to check out our Women's History Month Padlet. This is a perfect place to share your appreciations or questions you have for any of this week's featured guests or to celebrate the important women in your life. Don't wait. Head over there now to check it out. Yeah, and on your way, share this episode with your friends and family so they too can learn more about the remarkable woman at Park Day. We want to thank Denise, Julia, Jennifer, and Elia for taking the time to share with us and for all the incredible work they do in our community every day. Oh yeah, thank you as well for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Once again, we're your hosts, Junie and Heta. And we'll catch you next time around on If You Knew Me Mondays. Bye!